0: Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of my Embrace the Hell Yeah podcast conversation. It's the end of May and also the day after Memorial Day, and I hope that you are enjoying a three-day weekend, but also being mindful of truly what Memorial Day is all about. I hope you took time to honor the servicemen and women who served our country and died while fighting for our freedom. I think that's so important to remember those people because honestly, we wouldn't have any of this without them. So there wouldn't be podcasts. There wouldn't be holidays. There wouldn't be anything. We wouldn't be celebrating. So I took some time out yesterday to, to really honor that moment of gratitude for them and their service. And thank you to anyone that is doing that currently in our country. The month has been a great group of podcasts. I've had a nice variety this month. So if you haven't listened to the three guests I had, I'll give you a little rundown. First up was Stephanie Claremont. She is an entrepreneur based out of Canada and she helps health professionals launch and deliver health programs. She's got a lot of success in her business. She's helped a lot of dietitians in their business. So if you're looking to maybe launch a program, definitely go check her out. She also has a podcast called the leverage practice podcast, and she gives a lot of great information in her own podcast. Second, I had Megan McMillan. She is a registered dietitian and a lactation consultant. She's an expert in that field, which I don't know a lot about. Um, I never really knew that was an option for dietitians to also coordinate that as part of your profession. But I think that's an area for dietitians to maybe explore if you have a passion for that, for nursing moms, helping them. I think a dietitian is is a great person to uh, be that support system and be that expert to help nourish the babies of the future. So definitely listen to her podcast if that's an interest that you have. She has a lot of great information and she's willing to chat with you if you ever have questions. And then finally, I had Stephanie Brown, who is an esthetician and someone that I have had the luxury of getting to know over the last couple months by a wonderful facial uh, that I got for a gift certificate, and then during that facial... We kind of started chatting just about her passions of skin, but also with overall health and how there is such a strong connection with what we eat and how our skin reacts and just gut health and lots of great information from the perspective of a skin expert. She's also gone through a lot of her own personal journey with her health. So if you've ever been interested in skin health or you know maybe you've had some personal struggles with your skin, this podcast has a lot of great insight. Which kind of leads to what I want to chat with you about today, May, his National Skin Cancer Awareness Month. And I know that if you are a listener from the past, you have heard me talk about how passionate I am about skin cancer and preventing skin cancer, just because it is very prevalent. And a lot of people don't realize that one in every five Americans will develop skin cancer of some form by the age of 70. So that definitely can be you if you think about Your home, if there's three kids and two adults, one of you will have skin cancer by the time you're 70. And more than two people die of skin cancer in the United States every hour. And I think a lot of people don't realize that skin cancer is a serious cancer. Sometimes I think they just throw it off and say, oh, you know, I'm going to go outside for just an hour. No big deal. That sun exposure won't bother me. But any exposure to sun, any exposure to UV rays can increase your risk of skin cancer. And if you've had quite a few sunburns in your life, you know, especially if you're fair-skinned or you are freckly or you're redheaded or you're blonde, like complected, if you've had five or more sunburns, it doubles your risk for developing melanoma, which is one of the worst skin cancers that you can have because it not only stays on your skin, it can metastasize or go inside your body to lots of different organ systems. And it can really take over um, your body without even knowing it. In the past year, I have had two people very close to me pass away from melanoma. Uh, one was very young, and he had a very special kind of melanoma, but it definitely was melanoma, and that was my cousin Lindsay's husband, Justin. He was a very young man in his 30s, and it was something that just happened that he didn't know was there, found it, and two years later, it was something that took his life. And then just this past February, a friend of mine, young woman of all of 56 years old, also had melanoma. I found it on the back of her thigh. And within a two-year period too, it had consumed her as well. Skin cancer is no joke, my friends. You really need to make sure that you are practicing good skin care all the time, even when it's cloudy out, even if you are wrapped up in a seven layers of blankets, it doesn't matter if you're outside, if you're driving in a car, if you're sitting by a window that is giving you UV rays from the sun. And especially during the summer, those UV rays are much stronger, but they're also just as strong during cold months, winter, they're still available and they're still happening all around you. So I always am very passionate about using sunscreen all day, every day, all over your body, slather it on, make sure that you're using it and find one that you like. Because I think a lot of people just don't like the feel of sunscreen or they don't like if it makes them break out. Um, Stephanie has some great tips on her um Website or on her Facebook pages about different types of sunscreen. It's just finding the one that works the best for you But knowing that you're possibly at risk for developing it in your lifetime That should make you want to do something about it And it doesn't know an age. It doesn't matter if you're older or you're younger It could happen to you at any time and it happened to me and that's something that I share with everyone It was a very small melanoma, but I found it on my thigh And it was the size of a sesame seed. And thank goodness I found it because who knows? It could have gotten bigger. It could have metastasized to other body parts. But now I'm just more ultra aware of dark spots on my skin, weird spots on my skin, and also making sure that I'm wearing SPF all the time. If you have any questions about skin cancer, I mean, I would love to talk to you about it. Definitely would share some insight with you on things that you can do to help prevent skin cancer along with your sunscreen. The biggest one I can tell people is do not go to a tanning bed for any reason at all. Uh, My friend Carrie and I were talking about how, you know, in, in our teens, the tanning bed was like our best friend. We spent way too much time in that tanning bed and I truly believe in combination with not wearing sunscreen that's where I got my melanoma for sure and I think there's a higher risk with tanning beds because that uv light is so much stronger it's so much more consistent and it covers your whole entire body and so you have to make sure that you're checking every nook and cranny of your body for spots that are weird I mean that includes your your bottom your bottom, the crack of your bottom, um, your lady parts, your man parts, in between your toes and your fingers, um, underneath fingernails, underneath toenails, in your ears, on your scalp, all those places that we don't think about, UV hits them all the time, especially in a tanning bed. So if you have been a person that has tanned, if you go to a tanning bed, I cannot highly recommend that you please stop because that is gonna put you at higher risk. And that's why melanoma cases have increased and that's why skin cancer cases have increased because we just can't quit that tanning bed. Always recommend SPF of at least 15 every day on, every exposed body part that you can think of. Um, my favorite is made by Elta MD that I use on my face. It's an SPF 46 and it's smooth. It's like putting on a moisturizer. I put it all over my face. I put it on my ears. I put it on my neck and my, my chest. I put it all over that area. I try to get up into my scalp just a little bit if I'm going to be outside. I'll spray my scalp though too, just because I have very, I tend to get burnt on my scalp pretty easily. So I use that on my face and then I've really been liking sun bum. It's a, they have a mineral option, which I like in a spray form. And I really like that one a lot. So that one I'll use for my body and I put it on all my arms, my legs, my feet, in between my toes, my hands, Uh, especially even like if I go outside to mow, if I go outside just to take a 30-minute walk. Uh, I do try to wear a hat if I can, or I wear a headband or a covering over my scalp. I really, really, really pay attention to keeping my skin as safe as possible. And then also the biggest bonus is your aging decreases because skin your skin gets aged a lot more by the sun if you're not using your sunscreen. So final note, I could go on for 15 more minutes about sunscreen and, and the sun, but please be conscious of what you're doing over the summer and please take care of your skin. It's the biggest organ that you have, it covers your whole body and it's you only get one chance. So don't, don't risk it, it's not worth the risk. Take care of yourself and I will see you back in June.